Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kim Parr. I'm with John Gilbert, the president of Carpet One Floor and Home. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, Kemp. How are you doing? Well, I know you're busy today. This is the first really big full day of the show. We're in Phoenix. You were in Phoenix three years ago, and you haven't had a winter meeting since then. So it's good to have everybody back in this cycle of earing up for the next year. Let's start with house business. It depends, is the right fair answer. I think we have pockets of the country that are in what looks like a recession. So we have members reporting very slow retail. And then we have pockets of the country that are still booming. So it's a very interesting time that we live in. I think um, it really does depend. Uh, I have been encouraged by conversations I've had with members this week and just catching up with a lot of members in the last couple of days. It seems like there's a, a pulse returning to the business in many mar- markets where they are seeing some walk-in traffic and retail traffic. So I'm encouraged by that. I don't know if that's the beginning of something or maybe just a, a change in the way um, the holidays fell this year, but we'll see. Let me add to that, because I too am talking to your members while I'm here. December fell off. I mean, it was slow in December. And people thought, well, you know, the media was right. Here it comes. And yet January, I'm talking to some people, and they're saying they're having a couple of uh, strong days here in January. That's exactly, exactly what we're hearing. I was sitting at a table with members yesterday, and I, I was really encouraged by the way they were dealing with the news of a recession and the kind of mindset they had is what recession. And I I think the sense I took was they are choosing not to participate in a recession, which I think is always a great idea. So I was going to ask you, obviously, the outlook question for next year. and, And I guess a lot of that depends on what happens with the next inflation report, what the, how the feds react to that. So there's really no crystal ball to that, is there? This is one of those times when you you could see the market take off if inflation gets mitigated. Uh, you could see the market fall off if inflation continues to be a problem. It really is a really, uh, I would say, unique dynamic, not one that I've been through before. The fundamentals of the domestic economy feel sound. I mean, I think you look at unemployment rates or some of the core consumer sentiment even it feels like people are in a pretty good place people are working people are going back to work that decided to opt out over the last couple of years it does feel like the the pandemic is receding or at least there's a few hot pockets in the country but not necessarily the dominant feature that it was just a short while ago. So it's tough to say. The economists are even having a hard time. I listened to two uh, CNBC the other morning. One was predicting doom and gloom, and one was saying something, whatever happens is going to be short, and get ready for the rebound. Well, you certainly are a businessman. You have to have a budget, and you're probably telling Rick what your plan is, and and I'm guessing that you're thinking it might be down a little bit. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Those kind of conversations always have to be in context. So year-over-year performance, you know, we are thinking down a little bit. But that's down versus a record all-time high for two years in a row. So when we talk about down, we talk about it in two ways, and this is our team and the members, is down versus last year. Well, last year was an all-time high, 25% up from the year before, and that was double digits up from the year before it. So um, there's no way it can keep going. Up market doesn't go forever. On the other hand, people are looking at their numbers versus 2019, let's say the last normal year, and the numbers feel pretty good compared to that. So it's a very interesting dynamic. We feel our members are ready, given the last two years. A lot of our members are in the best financial health they've ever been in. 
And so that, I do think we're prepared uh, for what may come. All right, let's move to the key message point for this meeting. We just, you and I walked out of your morning general session, and there's a, some points here that you want to make around 2.0. You've tested it with 10 stores. Now you've got 100 stores that have installed it with the hard surface program. You're rolling this thing out this year where, I mean, hopefully you'll have 1,200 stores with this program installed. And you're finding out some things as you roll out more and more of this is that the program, which is designed to improve what the consumer does, doesn't work if you don't reduce clutter, right? That's a key part of it, Kemp. I think, you know, we've talked about this in two ways. One is the the reduction in purchase time, the lapse between when somebody starts the search for flooring and buys. Um, We know that making that process simpler shortens that time and also helps us keep consumers in our member showrooms and buying from our members. So that's a terrific thing. Uh, and secondly, it's a, it, it is a trade-up designed to be a trade-up um, engine for us. So we do see the results supporting that. So we know across almost any industry, less is more. I, I, I ran restaurant businesses and retail businesses for years before I came here. And one of the hallmarks of my tenure in most of those businesses was reducing the count of menu items or reducing the SKU count. And in every single case, and you know, this is probably not a dozen, but probably over eight times in sort of significant ways, reducing the choices to things we do better. And keep in mind, when you take things off a menu or you take things out of a showroom, it's typically the stuff that isn't doing that well anyways. You're never gonna take your best menu item out and no one ever will do that. But you do take the peripheral out and what that does is drive customers to what you really do well. And I think that's, we're seeing the same thing and experiencing the same thing with the installation of Retail 2.0 in the, in the stores that have it so far. You participated with us in our January issue. Yep. We came to you because you know, I listened to you last year and you, you're an expert in merchandising and we have a t- an article on merchandising which is out now. One point that was made from the stage a minute ago is that this is CCA Global's biggest investment in the history of the co-op. So you're kind of going all in with this, aren't you? Yeah, there are a series of investments that we make and continue to make. This one, in terms of one program, one investment is certainly the biggest. I think you you have to look at Retail 2.0, though, as a layered approach to running the business with underlying theme being simplification. So when you say all in, I think it is all in in terms of all in into maybe four to seven different pieces and parts, components, if you will, everything from the way the websites work, which we've just launched um, new websites for Carpet One last month, to the way the showroom experience runs, to how we manage data, to how we outreach consumers. So frankly, each one of those is a discrete part of a bigger program. Each one of those is contributory to the member's performance in in ways that are harmonious and sort of synchronized with the other things. So I I don't necessarily think about it as a one thing. I think about it as a combination of a lot of things that have been sequenced in the proper way over a number of years, probably five years now, in terms of how we have approached improving the showroom environment and improving the way members market to and and actually transact with their customers. So it's part of a bigger plan, but this is clearly the biggest step in that plan. 
you know, I talked to Kathy Buchanan. She's had the hard surface program brought in. Obviously, her part, part of the world is slowing down just a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. But she gave me some great feedback when I talked to her, is that when they're too busy and they can't help the consumer, they, they're drawn to this section. Yeah, I think, you know, that that's by design. If you went into the showrooms that I used to go into before I joined CCA as a consumer, one of the things I've learned in my career is consumers need to know what to do when they enter a space, whether it's a restaurant or a retailer. And, and the best at this, whether they're restaurants or retailers, it makes it so obvious what's the next step for the customer. In the old showroom design, and frankly in most of our independent competitors' designs, and, and even the big box designs of a few years ago, it was very unclear what the customer was supposed to do. Today, with Retail 2.0, we try to make it very clear, both with wayfinding, but also in terms of the simplicity of the expression of product, we make it very clear what the consumer is supposed to do. And so what you see is a natural behavior for the consumer to come into the showroom, be drawn to the section that presents the colors they're interested in. It's that simple. For us, the theme behind almost every aspect of Retail 2.0 journey and all the component pieces is simplicity, making it simpler for the customer and not, and not as an unintended byproduct, but a very much intended byproduct is make it simpler for the operator too. So tomorrow you have Peyton Manning as the keynote speaker, right? We do have Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. We're excited about it. He'll, he'll talk a lot about themes that are important to our members, uh, teamwork, culture building, operating under duress, how to prepare for adversity. So we're really excited about that. But as you know, all of our members, I'm sure, know, certainly those that follow Peyton, he also brings a, a sense of humor and a humanity, and, and he's just, he just exudes sort of a good-natured approach to things. And I think that will really be well-received by our members. Okay, John, thanks for spending time with our listeners. Again, have been talking to John Gilbert, the president of Carpet One Floor and Home, and you've been listening to Kemp Har and FloridaLA.net.